Welcome to Creative Friday, Mark Danolo, Art School MBA. And today we're going to be talking about growing with the flow. These are pattern breakers and how you set new patterns to increase your creative focus. And we've got so much content here, we're breaking into two parts. So this is part one of two parts. So can you think of a time when you've been working on a problem or a project or some other endeavor and, and you're in what they call the zone? I mean, you're working on this thing and you are super focused. You don't even want to stop. You might not even stop for a coffee. You might not stop to eat any kind of break because you're really in this zone. And, and I call this flow because what you're doing is, is exactly that. You're flowing, right? And when it's working well and you're productive, you're doing what I call growing with the flow. So then think about a time when you were trying to work on a project. It was something you had to do. Maybe that was the key, right? You had to do it. Maybe you, you, you wanted to do it, but you just couldn't quite get off the blocks. You couldn't get started. You know, I need to eat a coffee first. And, and those kind bars, those kind bars look good. I mean, you can't just have a coffee without a kind bar, right? They kind of go together. And uh, what are those cookies over there? I mean, something's holding me back, right? So maybe it's you don't know how to approach it. Maybe it seems too hard. Maybe you just can't get focused. Sometimes we call this writer's block. I think of this movie I saw. It was from, I think, the 1960s. It was an old, old film. And it was about this author who got a big book deal. And he had an apartment in Paris, I remember, and he was going to write this book. And, 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 he, and he couldn't seem to get started on the book. I mean, there were just too many distractions. I mean, he had all the sites. You had the nightclubs. He was out every night until that one day came where the manuscript was due in 24 hours. And all of a sudden, something happened. He got it done. So we'll come back to the idea of deadlines in a minute here. But I think about writer's block. And so the question is, what makes the difference between that block and the avoidance that you have and when you're flowing? So I want to talk about some techniques, some ideas that you can use, because this is a big challenge for me. I, I, I'm like a creative person. I'm always thinking about different ideas, and it's really hard for me to sit down. It's hard for me to get creative. So I want to talk about some techniques to create flow in your problem solving. And the trick here, the key here is breaking your patterns, breaking your patterns, because that's what makes it hard to do this in the first place is you have patterns of how you work. You have patterns of, of how you think, and that holds you back. So these are all pattern breakers. So I want to talk about seven pattern breakers. And the first place you got to start is with understanding. It's what I call you got to get your head right, right? You got to understand what's going on in your mind and you got to accept how your mind works. Think about it as being kind to your mind. It's okay if you have trouble getting into the flow because it's a natural process. And, and the fact is the brain is kind of like a powerful horse. So if you think about a horse, you've seen horses standing around in a field, right? They're standing around, but they're fast and they're powerful. But given the choice, they'd rather graze, right? But when you ride a horse, you got to motivate it to get going. It'll just do its own thing. My, my daughters, they took horse riding classes when they were, when they were young, and besides being really expensive, one of the things I remembered was the horse wouldn't move unless you motivated it to move. And the horse would just stand there. And the instructor always said, yeah, horses are just basically lazy. You got to figure out how to get it to move. And the brain's kind of like that. The brain likes easy. That's one of the reasons we get into things that are easy patterns, like doing what you've done before or road activities like filling out a form or checking your email. You know, we, we like that much more because it's a lot easier and so you have to find ways to motivate your mind and to break that pattern. So you got to be kind to your mind. Okay, number one, focus. Distraction here is your number one enemy. 
So things like text, email, social media. I mean, it, it's been 10 minutes since I checked my email. I mean, there had to be something that came in that was important. And you mean, I didn't get any emails in 10 minutes, but, but I checked, right? So, so I got to check. Oh, well, you know, I got that health insurance claim. I got to follow up on that first too, because that, you know, that's really important. So it's the urgent and the easy stuff, that pattern stuff that we do that, that draws us off. And before you know it, time's up and you don't have time to do your, your creative work. And then you can go back in your old pattern. So we don't want to get into that. My old boss, Jerry, he wrote his first book. And I remember somebody asked him, he said, Jerry, how do you get time to write a book? I mean, you're president of the company. Where do you get that time? And he had an answer, which I thought was perfect. He said, oh, I just closed the door and, and I know when I open that door after I'm done working, all the same stuff's going to be there. Nothing's gone away. All the urgent issues are still going to be there. So that was great advice. So turn it all off, everything. Uh, even the text message. When I when I was thinking about um, this idea here, a text message went off and, and, and the alarm rang and my immediate visceral reaction was I got to check it. But no, turn it all off. Do not disturb. So that's number one. Number two, environment. And we'll talk about a couple of aspects of environment here. The first thing you think about with environment is where are you when you're doing your work, when you're doing your creative problem solving? So you can have the same place the place you always do your work. Maybe it's your office or your home office. In the book Atomic Habits, James Clear talks about the idea of associating habits with places. So when we have places that we do different things, we tend to fall into that same pattern. So when you do a lot of different things in the same place, so maybe you eat and you watch TV and you're working from home on the same sofa, that confuses your brain and it's hard to develop good habits around that. So to the degree that you can, find places that you can use to do your creative work, your creative thinking. So to set new habits. So if you sit in the same place where you do all your distracting things, it can be a challenge to get focus. So think about a new place. If you have a new place where you're working to do this kind of work, it signals to the brain that there's a different pattern. So it could be a different place in your office. It could be a different place in your house. It could even be that you're changing your orientation. That could be a different place, right? So I could be in my office and I could have one of those standing desks, the ones that go up and down, and I'm working on it normally when it's down, but when I'm doing my creative work and I'm trying to get motivated, I'm getting my body to move, I'm standing and I'm moving around and that's actually changing my physiology. So uh, standing signals to me a new pattern. The pattern is I'm gonna be doing my creative thinking. So a lot of times in the office here, Sales Globe, what I do is I put the desk up in the afternoon when I'm doing creative thinking, or maybe it's in the morning at that time day. So using a different method of working like a whiteboard. So standing there and grabbing a marker and working on the whiteboard will actually get you in a different type of mode. We'll talk about writing in a minute here as well. Go somewhere different. Go outside or go to your local coffee shop. You've got a different place. You've got noise. You've got people and activity. It would seem distracting, but it's creating a new pattern and it's a white noise that allows you to focus. And, and the coffee is only steps away if you've got that distraction still. So I remember this one guy uh, I went to, to, to this one Starbucks this a couple of years ago. I came in and, and he was sitting there working on his computer, but it wasn't just working on his laptop. He had a big screen set up as well. It was like he set it up his home office. I came back at the end of the week. He was gone. And they realized, I asked him what happened. He said, oh, yeah, he, uh, he had to go. He couldn't keep uh, working here as his home office. But what he did is he found a new place to work, right? So he set up and he had this white noise, this distraction. He had me standing there looking at him, wondering what he's doing. But it actually created a new pattern for him. So that's place. Another environmental aspect is sound. 
So people, we talked about the coffee shop. So you've got lots of background sound with people. It becomes that white noise. I like airports and, and, and airplanes. I used to travel a lot. So the airport and the airplane was the best place to work. It was a place where there was a lot going on, but I was forced to focus because I was just in this environment where I was, I was really concentrated. Now, I wouldn't just go to an airport to work, but you know, it, 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 it's that same idea though. You've got the, the people around. So you've got people, you've got silence. So some people like silence, right? It's uncomfortable. It settles the mind. It really allows you to think. Uh, when I was in drawing class in art school, we, we did uh, life drawing and we would sit on these horses, which were these, these wooden benches around the room, and we would, we would draw, and it was in complete silence. And I, I was thinking art school is going to be this big creative environment with lots of activity. Well, this particular class, it was totally silent. And we had a professor, and she was Russian, and she would walk around the room slowly for about an hour, just hearing the slow click of her heels. And it created this pace. It created this rhythm. And then later on in the semester, they introduced the idea of music. So we got to have music, uh, classical music, on a record player in the middle of the room. But they were building our ability to concentrate, our ability to focus. And then speaking of music, that can be a real pattern breaker for you as well. So my youngest daughter, she used to listen to music. and It was the most distracting kind of music, and I don't know how she could think, but somehow it worked for her. But for me, I'm a fan of classical. I'm a fan of jazz because it has a certain amount of space to it. It has pattern. It allows you to think. So you got to find your sound. So that's part of your environment as well. So we're going to stop right here, and we'll pick up on part two with Growing With The Flow and use what you've learned here in your Freedom Friday.